Welcome to Roar with Sparks. How loud is your roar? I am your host, Kristen Sparks. I am the CEO and founder of Roar Inc., Voices Are Power, communications and connections company. I'm a corporate and personal growth facilitator. I am an infinite possibilities and certified success principles trainer, currently working on my master certification for the success principles and my BVC coaching certification. I am a facilitator, author, speaker, and thought leader. I am a cancer, broken heart, body, and soul thriver. 2022 is a power year and all about living our best life. I may live with chronic pain, but I find joy in every day in the act of getting up and having a new day filled with infinite options, opportunities, and possibilities of success. Roar with Sparks, How Loud Is Your Roar is all about you. Come join the conversation as we gather weekly to share wisdom, insight, and value, learning from and giving to each other and our special guests, sending our vibration higher and charging each other up all while having fun. Can't wait to see you here. How loud is your roar? Hi, hello to Roar with Sparks. How loud is your roar? This is our inaugural taping for our very, very first Roar with Sparks podcast. And I am so excited to be bringing this to you. Roar is all about spirit-led, people-focused, humanhood model company on a mission to change the conversation from blame and shame to one of love and grace, from shame and guilt to joy and gratitude. And Roar with Sparks, How Loud Is Your Roar, is all about you. Come join the conversation with us. We're going to gather weekly to share wisdom, insights, value, learning from, and giving to each other and our special guests. We're going to be sending our vibration higher and charging each other up, all while having fun. Can't wait to see you. And today I am so excited that Kathy, my executive operations coordinator, is joining me. And we've decided that we're going to do this once a month because Kathy and I have some really great stuff to talk about, to share, to learn, and we all want to share that with you. So thank you for joining us today. And Kathy, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited and nervous, but excited. I'm excited to have you. And hey, you know what? We're all nervous. Don't worry about that. I promise I will do my best to make you as comfortable as possible. We're just going to have a conversation like we always do. We're just recording it instead of just having it. Yeah. Way- yeah. Oh, I've got to put lip gloss on. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, I'm excited to have you. You know, it's funny. Kathy and I recorded this, and we thought we had it all done and ready to go. And lo and behold, we find out that instead of recording it with Kathy as a guest, we recorded it with Kathy as a producer, which meant I was talking to myself, and there wasn't anybody else there. (laughs) We had to come back in and re-record, which is kind of funny. Right. Take two. 
<laughs> right? Yes. We're just learning as we go. We're using a, a brand new system. We used to do this on Zoom, and now we're using this great new system. And it's really exciting. It's called Riverside FM, and I'm loving it. I love the way that it works. I love the way that it records, and it's just been really cool. So, And it's so much better as far as quality. Yeah. Really good. It does. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Looking hot. <laughs> no foundation. Yeah, although I still have the bags under my eyes from the allergies that are going on. The live oaks down here in Florida are just pollinating like crazy. Oh, my Lord. There is yellow stuff everywhere. It's all over the cars. It's all over the pool. It's all over the deck. It's just like, ugh, nasty. So what's going on in your world, Kathy? What's happening? (sighs) What's going on in my world? Well, I'm waiting to move. I'm waiting to move. That's exciting. Yes, it's exciting. And my husband's retiring, so it's exciting, but kind of scary, but not. I'm excited about him retiring. Because he's been in the military almost 28 years, and I'm ready to not worry about him going anywhere. Right. I can totally understand that. I've had family in the military, my son included, and that is hard. That is hard, you know? I don't need to stress that. And you know when they go, they come back, and they're different. And then, you know, you're having to reintegrate again, and we get to know each other again. And, you know, that's hard on a marriage. I'm changing enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need them changing too. Goodness. Person <laughs> every 30 days. But no, it, it is hard because they do, they come back different. And of course, you don't talk about that different. You just adjust and, you know. Yeah, you just be supportive. Be supportive. Yeah, wait for them to talk or not. Which is. Yeah, sometimes you gotta kick some ass, but. <laughs> yeah. The thing about being a military spouse is that you have to, you learn, I've learned when to ask questions and when not to. And then I've had, we call them civilians. So the civilian wives would be like, oh, well, you didn't, no, I didn't ask. No, I just said, okay. Mm-hmm. I know. It's kind of the same way with my son. I've never asked and he's never really said how his time went. You know, and I figure that if that's something he wants to talk about, he will. Yeah, I'm, I've kind of always been that way, you know, allowing people to talk about whatever their issues are, things are as they want to. But on the other side of me, there's that piece that wants to drive the train. You know, I want to say, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes I get myself in trouble because I hold it in and then I go, boom, and just like dump a bunch of crap somewhere, you know? <laughs> you, I didn't think about that, but being a military spouse has, I've learned how to just be quiet and wait. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting because you are very observant. And I think that's probably what you've learned from this is to really be observant and to see the truth in things, you know, and, and you know me, I think truth is the biggest lie, 
you know, because it's all perception. Your truth is not the same truth as what my truth is, even when we're having the same, what I think would be the same experience at the same time. Totally different. But yeah, you're really good at that observing. And I think that's one of the things that I really love about talking with you because I can want to be vomiting information and you're like, no, let's just step back and observe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Let's just take a step back and just evaluate the situation, see how the air is moving, watching body language. Because I'm, a, I call myself, I'm a hippie, so I was born in '76, so I'm big on how the energy is moving in the room. So I sit back, and you can't tell how the energy is moving if you're talking. <laughs> No, you can't. You're so right. And you know me, I'm a talker. That's one of the reasons I podcast because I love to talk. But I'm also, you know, since I have been, you know, repairing my body from the accident, um, God, I will be glad someday when I don't have to go, okay, before the accident, after the accident, before the cancer, and after the It's coming. Give yourself credit. You went and did yoga. Yeah, I know, right? But my goal this year is to be able to walk away from the walker and the cane. And so I am learning to observe, well, ever since the accident, I've really been learning to observe my environment because I need to know where the obstacles might be, where the issues might be. If I step wrong here, how am I going to balance myself? And yoga has truly taught me a lot about how to do that, you know, about how to balance and how to walk, and how to place my foot, and all of that, which is why I think I can do this, you know, this walking away from the walker. Like I was saying, not only did you do yoga, but you did yoga at 8.30 on a Saturday morning? Uh, no. No, ma'am. No. I was with eyeliner on at 10 o'clock thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> I get, usually get up, though, you know, between 5 and 6 o'clock, so... You know, I'm an early riser. Somebody better be need nine one one. I can't on Saturday. No, I wish I could sleep in. Oh, I can on Saturdays. That's my day. As far as like knowing where your footing is, I'm the same way because of chemo. Like, you know how normal people just walk in the mall and you're you can get out of the way. That's a no go for me. It I can't go side to side and I have to apologize. I'm like, sorry, dead feet, chemo feet. Cause I can't go to the side. If I go to the side, I'm going to be on the ground. So I like, I'm still moving. So if you don't move, then we're going to just say hello in Adele's voice. Hello. <laughs> I'm not moving. I can't side to side. It's a no go. It's the chemo. I didn't realize that they, chemo would do that and I know exactly what you're talking about with the feet going sideways and being able to move sideways I suggest yoga because what Lynn was able to do with me was you know get my feet to learn how to step and then how to balance as you know the floor was changing or the you know the road or whatever it is I'm standing on is changing and being able to go in different directions. So I don't think I ever really experienced that chemo feat, but I know what you're talking about because I, I just didn't connect 
the two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I, I'm going to add start slow once a week with yoga because my balance is horrible. Yeah. And yeah. I would suggest not going to classes, but going, oh, not- doing, yeah, individual. And that's where I started. And then, you know, it's taken me almost three and a half years, you know, using yoga and, and using the pool. And the pool is really good, too. So if you can get to, like, especially a heated one, because that will keep your... your uh, you see this hair? You don't do the pool. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to get into the pool. You're just using it to walk. Oh, yeah, yeah, you don't have to like swim. No, I'm just saying walk the pool because that will help your muscles kind of start and your joints start to lubricate themselves again. And it's re- you can even do um, some of the exercises that, you know, the moving your feet up and down and, you know, that kind of thing. I do a lot of, of wear- things like that within yoga and within the pool. I wear a contraption called Yogi Toes. Put them on and it helps um, stretch your toes out. So that you, yeah, toes out. Yeah, to help uh, with plantar fasciitis, but it also makes your feet wide, which I don't mind because you know the more the merrier. But I do like yoga. I actually have pretty cool uh, yoga bag, and I have a yoga. I hate to say it, dang, that sounds bad. DVD that I love. I haven't. I'm not good with change. I get it. I get it. Change is hard, you know, change is hard and you have to, yeah, you don't have to do anything. You can choose to, (laughs) you can choose to make it an adventure. And when I look at change, I try to look at it more as an adventure that I get to, again, choose how I want to respond to whatever is going on around me. and. I really have embodied change in the last 20, 30 years because it, it, for me, it was a way of growing. And for every step that I made forward, I might have made two steps back, but it was, you know, my choice to, to make it fun. And life is supposed to be fun because it's a present, damn it. It's a present right here, right now. This is our power in the present that we have been given as a gift. But you know, it's so easy to forget that. <laughs> yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Right? And to hear someone's story or you read something else and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's. <sighs> so, you know, it's like moving. You're excited. Yes, and it's I am. This is going to be it. This is going to be my forever home. And I'm so excited about that because I've been moving around a long time. So we're years. only there. Yeah, 30. I mean, we're there like three, five years and then we're gone again. I'm not an interior decorator unless it's forever. So my forever home I'm excited to see how I'm going to jizz it up. I'm excited to see how you're going to jizz it up. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. I'm a room for my soap. So, 
-hmm. Well, one thing that I would suggest, because it is great fun to do, is estate sales and auctions. You can jizz up your home for an amazingly inexpensive price and get some really great stuff. This cabinet behind me, I got for 10 bucks because it was falling apart. So I just redid it, rebuilt it. Yeah. You know, then the couch that's over here that you can't see is a lazy boy. And we got it in the state sale on the last day it was going. And we paid 25 bucks for it. Oh, wow. That's yeah. right. Allie, he loves to thrift shop. Yeah. And, and where you're going is a nice area. So you can find some really good stuff. Yeah. And oh my gosh, how fun is it? It is so much fun. I love auctions. For me, it's like slot machines. <laughs> <laughs> it's my downfall. I've never been to an auction. Is that one like 35, 45? Is that, is it really like it? It is. It is. Yeah. If you go to live ones, it really is. You're what, if you raise your hand, man, you bought it. Oh. But I do a lot of, I do a lot of auctions now online. So you're racing, like you're almost racing it with your tax to get it, you know, because the last minute everybody's trying to get it for a good price. But yeah, I mean, auctions are fun. They're an adrenaline pumping. Oh my lord, adrenaline pumping! Yeah. Shopping with him, he will not be picking out what goes in the house because this is my forever home, and I'm going to make it how I want it. And no man cave. I'm over that. I don't even know why they started that. <laughs> Hey, whatever. <laughs> so he doesn't get his, his own creation room? Oh. No, no office, no nothing. He has had his own creation room forever. And this is the last house that he has that he's going to have that in. And I told him that already. The next home, no more man cave. No. How dare you? You have a room where you can go in and get away from me, the kids, and the fur babies. No. I need, yeah, no more. We're going to all share them. No, no, no. It's just, I, you know what? Insulted when he said that a man cave, like, hmm, all that I do. <laughs> you want to run away from me? Hmm. So no she shack either, huh? No, no she shed. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Because you know what? And when you do that, then you make more work for yourself. Because if I say, oh, this is my she shed, then that means I don't have to clean that because that's your room. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You don't have to report to duty anymore. So you can do some stuff too around here. Mm -mm. Yeah, there you go. It's, yep. Is Yeah. It's going to be a partnership now. Uh, I'm excited to see. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I am utterly so excited for you. I cannot wait for this. Yeah. 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 Well, you need to tell him and that service people that are moving you that you need to go like the last week of April because I have other things to do that week. So we won't be busy. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. Uh-huh. You tell them. I don't even know where I'm moving. He's just going to come and guess we'll have that conversation. See what I mean? It's almost to a default, but not really because it works for me. Like, we're going to make plans and we're going to 
gonna go. There you go. I just how exciting is that? You know, you can go anywhere you want. Any ideas? You have some ideas you want to throw out? Virginia. Virginia's your place. That's where you really, really want to go. So where in Virginia? Any place in particular? You want to be in the country? You want to be in the city? Well, if I could win the lottery tomorrow, Fairfax, Virginia. The old area, the uh, neighborhood that I lived in, they were, uh, but we rented, so this time around I need uh, lottery money. It's not too far from, a, a, what is that called, Safeway. You can walk. There's a pool, and there's like a semi-gym, but due to the pandemic, I have equipment now, so I wouldn't even need that, but it's an option. I love that. And then I can go back to the band. But what's exciting about that is that since I've been moving, I go to the band for three years, then I leave and then I come back and then I get to know the girls all over again. But this last time I felt kind of alone because I missed so much of the band. With When I first joined, they were PhDs and single women. Then when I came back, they were trying to have babies and I had a high school kid. So it's like, <laughs> so now when I go back, there'll be this one um, lady. She had a baby, but I can enjoy her kid because I'm a grandmother too. So I don't have my grandson, but I can spoil their kids. There you go. That works. And that's great exercise and great therapy. <laughs> Kathy, I just think it's amazing. So you play the drums. Is there yes. any other? S1. Right. What other instruments do you play? Bungos. Anything that's anything that I can get my hand on, and I also have guitars, but I haven't practiced enough with guitars. But I have guitars. That's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, I played years and years and years ago. I played um, started off with the clarinet, and then the bass clarinet. I played <laughs> and then I played the cello, and I played the guitar. And I sang, and I did all of that kind of stuff. And then I did way too many drugs, and now I can't even read music. <laughs> but I can play, you know, like Buddha bowls and the singing bowls, and I can do that. And it was really funny because I would do a lot of singing bowls before the cancer. And I had one bootable that was just beautiful, handmade Nepal. They're gorgeous. And I would be able to hold it in my hand and I could play it. And after chemo, I can't hold it in my hand. If I touch it, it won't play. And I've got neuropathy in my hand, so I'm pretty sure it's the, the energy that's coming through, the electrical current that's coming through my fingers now won't allow the, the, the music, the bowl to play. But if I hold it on a pillow, I can play it. And you know why? Like, are, you, you know, are your fingertips now? But yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. So it, see how good the, the vibrations from the bowl is because it knows that to a certain point, the vibrations stop because there's no feeling. Oh my gosh. Because my fingertips are numb. Well, so... Oh, now I'm going to go play my singing bowl. But I have opened up my hand. I have my palm out to do it to when I to place it. Well, you because, you know, you gifted me a nice, lovely, small one. And I have my hand out because if it's like this, then it feels funny. I have to put the pillow, the silk pillow that came with them. Yeah, I put that in my hand. 
and then put the bowl on top of that, and then I can play it. And then the the singing bowls, the big crystal singing bowls, I put those on the floor. I never, I don't even put those in my lap. I might put my legs around them. Oh gosh, the one that's for the third eye is huge, and then the heart one's a little smaller. But yeah, or no, the root ones, the root ones smaller. And as they get, they go up. I think as they go up, they must get bigger. So like the crown chakra would be really big. And then, you know, the third eye is small, you know, smaller and smaller and smaller as they go down. How much do you think the biggest one weighs? Mm, gosh, I don't know. The, um, the next time that we come on, I'll bring them out and we can actually look at them. Yeah. Because um, they're on the other side of my um, setup. So going and getting them right now would, yeah, I would, yeah. Anyway, so I'll get them. But I don't know. They're not heavy. They're not lightweight either. You know, they're not like the Buddha bowls are a little lighter weight. And they're much, much smaller. The Buddha bowls are much, much smaller. I mean, the heart one or the root one that I have is probably yay big. And then, you know, the third eye one is way out here. So that's as big as you. <laughs> it is. It's a big bowl. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to plant bowls because you would, you think, oh, you can just, but no, it's actually an art to, to play in it. It's so super. It is. I, I love them. And I'll use the music to meditate by. Um, a lot of times I'll just turn on like Amazon music and go foodables and it'll turn on for me. So I don't have to play, but sometimes I play when I'm meditating, you know, it just depends on what I'm doing. I do a multitude of different kinds of meditation. So, wow. Oh, I want to start meditating, but I don't think I, my focus can be cause you, you hear the, my fur babies and everything. How would you recommend I start out meditating? How long? Like maybe? I would say no more than probably five, 10 minutes. And I would do what I do. What, what I do for me is I have um, noise canceling earphones and I have a heavier weight eye wrap so that I'm blocking out any light and I'm blocking out any sound. And then if I want to turn something on, I can listen to it through my headphones. And if I don't, they're just blocking out noise. But that's probably the best way to start. And then, you know, I'm happy to walk you through a few. We can certainly do one on here at one point or another. I mean, you know, we have time to do whatever we want. That's, that's the beauty of this conversation. Yes. So if you would like to, we could plan on the next, which would be, I think, May, the first one of May. Um, we could plan on doing a, a short meditation at the top of the podcast. And that way our guests all, or our audience knows that that's what we're going to do. Like, that, that sounds good. Okay, let's do it. Excellent. Well, I am so excited that you were here today. Thank you for coming on our inaugural Roar with Sparks. How loud is your roar? Yay. 
We are going to use our voice to send out wonderful, beautiful light to all of our audience. Thank you for being here. We will be back again next week. And love, joy, and light to all who choose to listen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Roar with Sparks. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcast player. We can be reached at www.wrarinc.com. Thank you again, and we can't wait to see you here next week. How loud is your roar?